The Z-Ball Podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast and week nine of the Scorching Six Picks. Recording this on a Thursday night in Southern California. Thursday night football, the Steelers beat the Titans in a close one at home, 20-16. to And they now go to 5-3. and three. Uh, Will Levis on the last drive uh, drove the Titans down to the Pittsburgh 19 and then ended up throwing interception to Quan Alexander that sealed the game for Pittsburgh. Uh, good back and forth game, all night. Uh, what did you see in that in that game, Rebound? What's what's up? Good to have you back. Uh, thank you. Uh, it was a good game. I mean, at the end of the day, I think the Steelers' defense just played better, and everyone expected a lot of Will Levis. So that's not what happened. And he didn't have a sing- last game. He had four touchdowns. This game, he didn't have a single touchdown. So that's what happens. Uh, you had a great first game, and now. This one, not not so great. Okay, yeah, I mean, yeah, you know these kind of growing pains were going to come for Will Levis, but I, I guess with Tannehill kind of uh, getting older and uh, not really doing much with him either, I guess it's good to see what you got in your second-round pick in Will Levis. And then on the other side for the Steelers, Deontay Johnson, Johnson gets his first receiving touchdown since week, uh, I think, week 17 of 2021. 21-21 yeah. season when Ben Roethlisberger was the quarterback. What a coincidence. And he's going up against my fantasy team. Mother. Okay. Yeah, that's unfortunate. But, yeah, I mean, that's I think he went 118 or 119 straight receptions without a touchdown. Finally got one. And that was the go-ahead touchdown in this game uh, from Kenny Pickett. That's the first one he's gotten from Kenny Pickett in Kenny Pickett's career. So it should be uh, – I mean, that was just – Crazy how that happened. Now, I mean, the AFC North, I mean, all the teams are pretty much uh, close to each other. Uh, facts, facts. Uh, they all have three losses except for the Ravens who have two losses. Yeah. See, and, see. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what kind of what happens uh, going forward in that division and then uh, for the Steelers. So let's get into uh, kind of the trade deadline. We had, had some moves. Uh, trade deadline was this past Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, so... The Seattle, they acquired uh, Leonard Williams yeah, facts. from the Giants. What do you think that does for their pass rush and their defense yeah, overall? They much they needed, and uh, they also signed Frank Clark, so that will help their defense, which could be the difference. But, yeah, definitely good good moves. Okay, and then uh, Montez Sweat goes to the Bears. The Commanders have a fire sale. It looks like they also send Chase Young to the Niners. Yeah. What did you think uh, of those deals? Yeah, both, both good for both sides. I think I like the Niners one better. Uh, low risk, lower risk, higher reward. And if he leaves as a free agent, they don't give up anything, right? Well, they give up their pick this year, their compensatory pick. Yeah, yeah. But they'll gain a 2025 compensatory yeah, pick yeah. if he leaves in free agency. Yeah. So what? What's so? What's so funny about that? Uh, no, uh, Seems like you're laughing, or you have a smirk, or something. Uh, someone else had a, a lot to say about that. Oh, okay. 
I'm not gonna say okay. any names on there. All right. So, what do you? Who do you think wins the trade deadline? Kind of in the moves that the, that were made. I don't know who I'd say would win, but I think the Commanders won. That they, they were gonna rebuild. They okay. let go of everything. Rebuild and got draft picks. Yeah, I think Sam Howell's the answer. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, obviously, uh, they're gonna have a lot of draft picks. I, I don't. I think they'll win like six games, seven games, maybe this season. I mean, some of the easier teams they have on their schedule. I mean, they're not a terrible team. They have good weapons, as we've seen offensively, a good offensive mind, and uh, Eric Bieniemy as their offensive coordinator. And, I mean, let's see if, if they make a move at coach. He should be in line to take over, in my opinion. But, yeah, I mean, uh, much need to help for the Niners, for sure. Uh, they're getting a lot of pressures, uh, but I think they're top five in pressures, but I think... That's not correlating with the number of sacks that they're actually getting, and that really uh, hurt them last week against uh, Joe Burrow and the Bengals. They were able to get generate pressures, and uh-huh. Joe Burrow just ripped them apart. They weren't really able to get home with the sacks, and there was one play where they had almost two sacks, but he he got escaped and uh, threw for a first down. So much needed. I mean, they have too much talent there, and. A good defensive line coach and Chris Sarek to not be uh, getting home. So I think they got to do that and uh, improve the the defense that they, uh, they've they been a little shaky for sure the last three weeks. So I think that's a good trade. And it reunites uh, Chase Young with his co- college teammate Nick Bosa. Uh, on the, so it'll be uh, Nick Bosa on the left side and uh, Chase Young on the right side. So good edge rushers and hopefully that should... Uh, result in more sacks but uh, those are kind of the major moves some of the other moves are mostly like small moves any other major moves that i'm missing i don't think so right uh, josh dobbs to the vikings josh dobbs eh, no BOD. Eh. Eh, he's okay um, he's okay i mean i think that's more out of necessity right just because kirk i mean sucks for kirk he was playing really good this season and you hate to see him go down with the torn achilles yeah, Josh Jobs, he can be serviceable, like we saw last season in Tennessee. Right, right. We saw, I mean, he kept the, the Cardinals in a lot of games this season. I think he has a good running element. Uh, I mean, Vikings, yeah, they have a pretty easy schedule too. So coming, so I guess that is, yeah, somewhat of important just because, yeah, they're going to need a quarterback. And obviously he's not going to play this weekend because he's going to get uh, – acclimated i mean get to pass his physical all that stuff but yeah, he's gonna start playing and they should be getting back justin jefferson soon so i mean he's gonna have two good weapons with jefferson and jordan addison and i mean and they should be in the hunt for a wild card spot seventh seventh seed in the nfc i mean they have a pretty their next six games are like very easy from what i looked at at their schedule so you'll see what happens but i mean Aside from that, yeah, I mean, just the three pass rushers, it looks like we're the the big deals. I mean, yeah, so, see? yeah, I mean, let's get into the slate now, rebound. Yeah, week, let's go. Move week on nine. Here. First game we got, another game in Europe. This one is in Frankfurt, Germany. The Chiefs are listed as the home team at 6 and 2. They're hosting the 6 and 2 Dolphins on a neutral site, but they're listed as the home team. This is going to be a really good one. The Chiefs are laying a point and a half. What do you think? Yeah, I don't know about this one. It's a complete toss-up. It's really hard to go against the Chiefs. Uh, But the Dolphins have been playing great. But at the same time, the Dolphins have not beat anyone good. 
But the Chiefs are coming off a loss. I don't, I don't know how I can really argue to go against the Chiefs on back-to-back -back games and Patrick Mahomes. So it's it's tough. It's tough here. So uh, I think the Dolphins are definitely the better team. But I'm not going against Patrick Mahomes, so I'm going to swallow the one and a half and take the Chiefs. Okay. Yeah, we're going to disagree on this one to start off Week Nine. I'm gonna. I like the. The Dolphins in this one, um, they haven't gotten that, I guess, sort of, sort of signature win yet. I think uh, Tua's going to have a good game. Obviously, Tyreek Hill, the storyline against his old team, T. Kill. I mean, he's he got a lot of blowback last year that they got rid of him and won the Super Bowl. So I think he's going to be amped up for this one, got a little chip on his shoulder for this one. I think he's going to come out firing in this one. I think he's going to have at least... 100 yards in this game and one or two touchdowns and I, th I think he's gonna wreak havoc in this one I think but yeah and then the Dolphins defense I think is gonna do enough and I'm gonna take the Dolphins getting the point and a half and of course to win outright <coughs> a very very close one I'm gonna say 28 to 27 in this one and have them move to seven and two on the season all right, uh, game number two. We got another really good game. We got Baltimore at home, six and two, hosting the five and two Seattle Seahawks. Baltimore laying a whopping six points in this one. Rebound. What do you think? Uh, yeah, this is gonna be a good game. Uh, Baltimore obviously coming off a win versus the Cardinals by a touchdown. Seahawks coming off a win as well at home versus the Browns, but they struggled to win that game. They came back at the end. Cardinals were giving them for a run for their money at home. And the Ravens are away. And I think the Ravens are going to win by double digits here. So I'm going to swallow the six. And I'm going to go with the Ravens. Lamar is going to have a big game. I'm going to swallow the six and take the Ravens. Okay, yeah, six is a lot of points here. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, the Ravens just rolling along. I mean, Lamar is just playing really good. And then the receiver seems like he's getting on on the same page with some of those receivers. So I'll agree with you here, Rebound. Uh, six is a lot, but I'll agree. I think uh, Seattle was somewhat fortunate to win that game last week at home versus Cleveland. And I think uh, Baltimore is going to come in and uh, at home and, and put up more points, uh, obviously against a, pretty, a very good defense with Seattle. But I, th I just think Baltimore rolling along and at home. So I'll, I'll, I'll agree with you, Rebound. Swallow the six points with the home team, Baltimore. Have them winning this one 28-17, going to 7-2 on the season. All right, game number three. Another early afternoon game. Got Houston at home, 3-4, hosting the 3-4 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Houston in this one at home is a three-point favorite rebound. What do you think? Yeah, this is going to be a good game, better than a lot of people think. You know, Tampa Bay has a solid D, but Houston has the better offense here. Uh, but I'm going to roll with the Bucks here. I think the Bucks are overall a good team. You still have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Rashad White. But the, the Texans are the young, up-and-coming team. But you can go either way, but I'm going to take the plus three. All right, rebound going with the road dog. I'm going to go the other way on this one, rebound. I'm going to take the home team Texans in this one. Uh, the Texans obviously coming off a tough 
uh, road loss last week in Carolina on a game-winning field goal, and Carolina getting their first win of the season. I think Texans obviously are a young team, so I think much better at home, and especially offensively with their rookie quarterback, C.J. Stroud. Some of the weapons they have, Damian Pierce, Nico Collins, Tank Dell, and then obviously a young, uh, rookie head coach and uh, D'Amico Ryan's young offensive coordinator and Bobby Slowick. So I think I think the Texans are going to play a good complementary football here, both sides of the ball, uh, kind of uh, dominate the clock and line of scrimmage in this one. And I'm going to take them, swallow the three points with them at home, have them win this one 24-17 and move to 4-4 four and four on the season. All right, now moving into the late afternoon window of games. We've got the Fox Game of the Week, NFC East Divisional Battle, the 7-1 Philadelphia Eagles at home hosting the 5-2 Dallas Cowboys. Philadelphia at home laying three points. Rebound, what do you think? The easiest game of the week. Do not get fooled by the Cowboys' win over the Rams. They did win big, which I didn't expect. Dak had a big game. But please do not get fooled on that shit. Uh, the Cowboys suck. The Cowboys are the damn Cowboys. And the Eagles are the Eagles. This is the easiest pick of the week. Swallow the three here. It's going to be the easiest money you'll make of your life. And swallow the three. Eagles win by a touchdown. Easy. Yeah, I mean, this is a tough one. Obviously, the Cowboys got the good all-around defense. And then, obviously, their offense has kind of been up and down. I mean... In the games that they hit, their offense, I mean, there's, I mean, they're getting up to 35, 40 points, but then there's other games where they're not doing much. So, I mean, the Eagles have been prone to showing that they uh, give up lots of yards, lots of points. They did this, they gave up, what, 31 last week to the Commanders at, uh, I mean, on the, on the road. This one at home at, uh, for the Eagles at Lincoln Financial Field, uh, they haven't won, um, uh, I mean, like, blowouts, but, I mean, they have been playing their brand of football, especially offensively, dominating the line of scrimmage with their stout offensive line. Jason Kelsey, Jordan Mailata, Lane Johnson, those guys are creating big uh, running holes for uh, DeAndre Swift, Jalen Hurts, uh, giving Jalen Hurts time, and then A.J. Brown has been absolute beast. Uh for the Eagles, uh, I think, what, six or seven straight games with 125 y yards receiving? So he's he's definitely on a on a tear right now, and I think that's going to continue for him. So I'll agree with your rebound. I think it's going to be a pretty close game, but I, I just think the Eagles, uh, they're too uh, dominant in the trenches, uh, both uh, defensive line of scrimmage and offensive line of scrimmage. I think they're going to continue that in this game. Uh, I'm gonna predict them to rush for like near like 160 yards in this one with all their running backs and Jalen Hurts, and control the clock, control the line of scrimmage, in the uh, the divisional battle here, and it should be a fun one. I'm gonna say the Eagles win this one, 31-27, and move to eight and one on the season. Game number five, we got the Sunday night game in prime time. From Paycor Stadium in Cincinnati, Ohio, the four and three Cincinnati Bengals hosting the five and three Buffalo Bills. Cincinnati 
is laying two points at home. What do you think? Uh, yeah, this is going to be a good one. I'm a huge Josh Allen fan, but Joe Burrow is better than Josh Allen. I've acknowledged that. And at the end of the day, uh, he has the better weapons, which is another big thing. And Josh Allen just not, not been himself. And I'm going to swallow the two and a half, take Cincinnati here. Another easy one. I like this a lot. I like Cincinnati minus two and a half. Yeah, this is a rematch of that unfortunate game on, uh, I think, January 2nd uh, in Week 17 last season where uh, DeMar Hamlin suffered uh, the cardiac arrest and the game was uh, suspended and and called. And they didn't get to finish it up. Uh, hopefully, uh, DeMar Hamlin can play in this one and play healthy. Uh, and I mean, that should, I mean, that game was in Cincinnati as well, I believe, right? Week 17. Uh, so that was just an unfortunate incident to see. So both teams uh, obviously playing good once again this season. It should be a cold weather game. Game time temperatures calling for 43 degrees Sunday night in Cincinnati on the Ohio River. Uh, it should be a fun game. I'm going to agree with your rebound. Cincinnati rolling along. Uh, Joe Burrow was absolutely shredding the Niners defense last week in Santa Clara. A 28 for 32, 284 yards, three touchdowns. And the offense was just moving up and down. And the, the run game got into that too with Joe Mixon. He had 87 yards and 16 carries. And they just kind of controlled that game and uh, won uh, pretty comfortably in that one. A very convince, good convincing win. Uh, so I think it should that should continue for them at home. And I think... They at uh, the Bengals obviously unfortunate situation, but they they got to feel like internally that they kind of got the, the the short end of that stick last season because they they were kind of in the race for that one or two seed as well, and then they ended up getting the three seed. They obviously beat Buffalo in the playoffs uh, in Buffalo. Now obviously yeah, so this is also yeah like a rematch of that divisional round game but this is in Cincinnati so I think yeah Cincinnati should win pretty comfortably by at least a touchdown so I'll take Cincinnati in this one I'll say 28-21 swallow the two points for them agree with your rebound and they'll go to five and three after this one and with that that'll take us to game number six last game of the week the Monday night game in prime time for MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford New Jersey the New York Jets, 4-3 and three at home, hosting the 3-4 and four Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers are road favorite in this one. Rebound, laying 3.5. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, another easy one here. Don't get fooled by the Chargers win. They beat the damn Bears. Everyone beats the Bears, okay? The Bears suck. Duh, and, Bears. And Justin Fields wasn't playing. You have a Division two quarterback. Vacant? Yeah. And so that guy's in Bagent. Bagent? Bagent or Bagent? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't watched the Bears game, so I don't know the proper pronunciation. So I haven't really watched any Bears games. So, and it's also in New York at MetLife. The Jets are going to win. So I'm going to swallow. I'm going to take the plus three here, and I'm going to take the Jets. All right, yeah, J-E-T-S-S. -S. Let's see. I mean, this is going to be a tough game for the Jets. I know they are they have a really good defense. With, uh, Sauce Garner leading the way as the corners. A good front four. Uh, obviously, very uh, 
very uh, mediocre offense. Uh, only, I mean, main po positive is Brees Hall. Obviously, he's playing really good. And then I think for the Chargers on the other side, I mean, Eckler's back, uh, getting healthy. Uh, and then, I mean, I just don't see how the Jets can kind of keep up here offensively with the Chargers. So I'm going to go the other way, rebound. I'm, uh, I'm going to lay three and a half of the Chargers, swallow three and a half of the road team Chargers in this one. I think they're going to be able to put up uh, a decent amount of points in this one. I'm going to say 27 to 20 Chargers in this one, and they cover the three-and-a-half point spread and get to 500 of the season, four and four. All right, Rebound, that'll wrap it up for Week 9, Scorching 6 Picks. Thank you so much for coming on. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me on, Z-Ball. Good luck to everyone. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoy all of the Week 9 matchups, and we'll see you guys next week for Week 10, Scorching 6.